0: They say a family that prays together stays together, but what if you can't even get your family together? We are the Sisters Collective. Three generations. Four sisters. Helping you navigate this crazy world one family meeting at a time. This podcast is the intersection of education, sisterhood, and the ever-changing dynamics of family. We invite you to pull up a seat and join our family meeting.
1: Welcome
2: back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everybody. Back for another week. I hope you guys have been doing fantastic. And you've had a great week so far. And yes. a great last week. Um, we are here for another episode.
0: Yes, So, we are. you already
2: know what we're we 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 going what we heart,
0: to start with. know where we're going. With that heart, boo. With
2: that check. heart
1: check. <laughs> what we doing, Heart check, heart check.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she got a little hand <laughs> Where's everybody at today, this week, this moment? Where are we?
1: I say I'll, I'll start. I'm on a a great it was a great week um things went well and i think my heart is well connected and my spirits are high and i'm feeling good all right what's your number do we go to five yeah so i'm a 4.5 okay okay Okay. so where's your
0: other 0.5 at what it would take but it's a five
1: it's nothing taken away from but you know i guess it's good and I don't have anything, so I could say a five, but I yeah. just I, why are you afraid to to, to make it a perfect five? <laughs> you can say a perfect five. I just said okay. four point five, you know. Because
2: hey. that is interesting that mm-hmm. we we often like. What, I'm we good, but we won't little say, little say the five. We yeah. just yeah, are we
0: afraid that we're, are we afraid of happiness? We not not afraid of happiness. I'm just asking questions. There's got to be a little bit of something it's there.
2: Little, like yeah. even though I'm good, like there could be something there that I. But be, is it? But it might not be right. But are we afraid?
0: Are we afraid to? To just... Go all in. Go all in. And you're like, okay despite all this that the other my heart is still at a five because stuff can be going wrong and your heart still be at a five that mm-hmm. stuff so does, doesn't get to take away is, from my that my heart
1: is at, at a five that's right alright
0: All right. and I'm gonna say a five too because last week I kind of discounted a little bit oh I haven't gotten this stuff done and when that right, stuff right, gets right. done okay I'm still at a five it still ain't done but I'm still at a five <laughs> <laughs> okay so and it'll get done because if I don't stay at a five it'll never get done <laughs> that's right so five that's amazing that's, that's right amazing. I feel good and we praise God <laughs> um,
3: I would also have to say that I at a five I'm gonna say that I was feeling a little bit hungry but that has nothing to do with my heart <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all that's <laughs> your
0: belly. nothing to do with that's your that's heart that's, that's the heart. belly
3: um, so yeah I'm good I feel like I'm clicking on all cylinders I'm just rocking and rolling I'm I'm good I'm at a five that's good
2: where yeah. you at Jazzy um I Jazzy fizzle my nizzle <laughs> product shizzle. my nizzle um, <laughs> um I, I feel like I'm probably at a four so (laughs) i'm not i'm not like all the way i'm i'm thankful that y'all are at like at you know what in this math already but yeah i feel like i'm at a four um things could be a little bit better but i'm definitely feeling uh positive about the direction things are going i have a lot of things outside of my heart that are like just kind of Wrecking my brain and I'm trying to figure some things out career wise. There's some things that I need to switch up and change and so that can kind of get in the way of like how you really feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just I I feel like I'm good and I'm working through the external things. Right.
0: I'm good. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so what's our number, Matthew? It was 4.75. Okay, that's
3: good. mm -hmm. We really clicked on all
2: soon. Yes, 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 let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this. All right, so we are continuing our sister takeover. Yeah. And this week, we have Dr. Dr.
3: Mandy.
2: Mandy. At the helm. (laughs) Then let's take it
3: over. Let's take it over, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's me, Dr. Mandy. And today, we're going to be talking about, you know, just self-esteem, flaws, your identity. Where does it come from? Where does it rest? And how do you overcome some of those things? Um, As a counselor, I see students every day Uh, well now they're in a virtual where I just talk to them Um, but what I'm noticing whether and a lot of my students end up coming to virtual school because of like social anxiety um, because they don't necessarily want to be able to interact or there's been a bullying situation or things like that and so they've uh, taken on this like identity of uh, wanting to be secluded for whatever the reason may be for multiple reasons Um, Mm -hmm. and so I and helping them academically navigate the world of um, just na- navigating that world but sometimes the emotions come out and it interferes with them actually being able to accomplish their goals because of how they're feeling because yeah. of their um their social anxiety and things like that so I want to you know I'm gonna have open it up for everyone to talk about just you know their childhood and what how did their how did they um identify like themselves with what was the word I was looking for Um, not identity what was the word I was looking for?
0: Mm Self-esteem with their
3: self-esteem like where did their self-esteem come from or their lack of self-esteem so but first I want to talk about like I want to address the parents Um, so because I do work with middle school students uh, middle and high school students we see it at this age there's so many students that are um, just like insecure that you know have low self-esteem and for so many reasons um, now um, I do work you know in Orange County and so there are so many down in Orange County they're making it a priority for mental health services so yeah. for students um, because you know, it well, wasn't a say, thing before. No. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And I can't say that it wasn't a thing as if it wasn't needed. It was but now because it, it wasn't was there. Right. And it was so now, needed. Right. And so and I think guidance counselors previously were more of like, you know, there to talk to you about social things. And now the shift has went to academic things. You know what I'm saying, and so each school does have like a mental health like person to where you can talk to. Um, I think both are necessary. You mm-hmm. need to talk and focus on your academics, but if you if your mental health is not in check, you can't focus you can't on focus academics on anything right. else. I
0: just to insert what you're saying, mm-hmm. the shift and the change from guidance counselors actually guiding and counseling. When I was in school, I wouldn't have made it ha- had it not been my guidance counselor was like literally like an angel in disguise and jennifer knows like it it, i was just it was like storms all kind of converging at the same time in our lives right in ninth through twelfth grade Mm -hmm. and one of the programs that we were in my guidance counselor happened to be a part of that program um as one of the the leaders and she was assigned to me as my mentor but she happened to also be my guidance counselor Mm -hmm. so I she guided and counseled like it wasn't just from the mentor perspective she did a whole bunch of other things but as a guidance counselor she literally guided me through the application process she actually counseled me about decision making uh <laughs> things like that so but what I have noticed lately from as an educator of people who are in the public school system guidance counselors aren't guiding and counseling much at all they're helping maybe with. You know, class schedules, but a lot of the decision-making that the students need someone to really counsel them through,
1: they're not doing that, but it is so necessary. But but what has happened is in the school system, they have other people who are responsible. So where when we were in school, our guidance counselor was the counselor for scheduling, but also the counselor for our well-being. But now you have people in other positions who take on those roles and responsibilities. But I think we also have to make sure that we're paying attention to when kids are just not well or when people aren't well and that they have somewhere that they can Mm -hmm. go to because it's very important. Sometimes people just go unnoticed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they don't Mm -hmm. talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And unless they feel comfortable going to talk to someone about it, sometimes they don't speak about it. But I actually like... um, that there's an uh, uh, awareness coming to mental mm-hmm. health. I love, it. Health. Mm-hmm. I love um, it. And that um, when when people aren't well, um, then they need somebody that they can go to. Someone that can they that can be there for them to just listen to, talk to, and guide them, you know, in the direction that they need to to go in so that they can get better um, and not feel like, okay, something's wrong with me because right now, mentally, I'm not well.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. And, I,
1: and it's good that Children are getting
0: the language yes. that is necessary yes. to say, I, I don't feel well. Yes. And sometimes it's not. And some people, this this term about mental health, everyone has mental health, just like you have physical health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have a mental disorder. Yeah. doesn't mean you right. have a mental disorder. So when you talk about mental health, that doesn't mean I'm saying I'm crazy. I'm saying that. Some my emotions are off kilter, and most people, when you're aligned with yourself, you can tell when you're off just a smidge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just, mm-hmm. just a little bit of offness that a car ride to work will fix, mm-hmm. right? right? But then right. there's sometimes you're a little bit more off, and you I might need to call a girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. And right. there's a little bit of off where I need some. I need to sit and meditate for a moment. Mm-hmm. I need to steal away for a day. Right. Then there's a little bit of office where I need to go sit on somebody's right. couch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll and somebody, and yeah. we need to give people permission to 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 own our to own ourselves enough that we can say those kinds of things and not make them feel bad about possessing their own mental health. Right. It is our responsibility to, to maintain our mental health. Yes. Because it's our Absolutely. own.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I agree. So what I like, um, in addition to what they're doing, is that each student has the opportunity to check in to learn themselves. And so but what I don't what I want parents to be aware of is that there are a lot of things that are coming up during these times for the children that parents some of these things. Okay, students, children, even us mask a whole lot of about what's going on Absolutely. Yes. so I know for me like I was at home like as a sixth grader and I'm washing dishes I'm doing all of the things that i was supposed to do and I was a whole hot mess at school yes but no one ever knew mm-hmm. all of the things that I was going through because that was you know my dad. I was living with my dad at the time. He's trying to pay the bills. He wasn't necessarily in tune to what I needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he thought, as a parent, that he was doing exactly what he needed. Mm-hmm. So I want parents to take the opportunity. Not even just parents. Anyone, aunts, uncles, check in with your people. So we aren't doing this heart check just as a formality. We nope. are actually checking nope. in, and we actually want you to check in because what's happening to students is that they're masking all of their feelings, mm-hmm. and then and no one's checking in with them. Mm-hmm. And just like so. I often, like, say this. So, you know how you have, like, the C students who are just, like, in the middle of the road? Yeah. Everyone is checking on the honor students. Everyone's checking on Everyone. those A.B. students. Mm-hmm. Everyone's checking on those D.F. students. Everybody. Nobody, everybody the misses middle, the middle, middle ground. Middle the middle students. Yeah. But those middle of the students where their grades are okay, their emotions are halfway in check, sometimes those are the ones who are likely to bring a gun to school, who are likely to commit suicide, it's who are likely lot to do... Is going because on. a lot is going on, and no one is necessarily...
0: Um, paying attention Think to about it. You're on the brink of success and failure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All yes, the time. Right. Oh. You're right on the oh, brink. Yes. You're yeah. standing mm-hmm. right yeah. there on the brink of mm-hmm. either way that I turn, mm-hmm. this decision could be crucial and yeah, you yeah. you're crucial in middle school. Do. You don't even know how to make those decisions. You're literally on the brink of success and failure. So it's just, I don't know. And that's why that program AVID was so important because...
1: It caught those middle ground students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did.
0: And haven't they done away with that program?
1: No, not in all schools. You still have some components of it. Um, some school is fully so active okay. so okay so AVID
0: because I remember AVID
1: it was Avid. for the middle of the middle the oh. middle of
0: the road and it stands for
3: advancement via individual determination so those and it helped you cultivate all of those things that you would need as a full individual you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to give you all the extra resources so if you're right in the middle you know it pushed you to mm-hmm. taking that know, was extra advanced course mm-hmm. yeah it, it got you there so uh, for me I just need parents to check in we're going to leave um some notes in um The show notes just on resources, on questions to ask your kid. I even ask my kids questions after school. It's not good enough for you just to say, how was school today? No. You know, because that's just, you know, oh, it was fine. I need some open-ended questions that are going to be dialogue that you're actually going to be able to um, have them be able to check and ask something different every day. What happened in the cafeteria? Tell me, who did you sit next to? Um, So that they can give you something different. Um, Also, in math, what did you learn? Amari, it was so cute. Amari's was like, um, I liked about school today that I did I really didn't do math. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, we were measuring. And I was like, well, measuring is math. Measuring is also a type of math. But it wasn't questions it, like, it wasn't addition or to yeah, yeah, It yeah. wasn't any <laughs> of those things. So, you know, just finding that out had I not, I mean, I read the newsletter, so I knew that they were doing measuring. Um, but so, just hearing it from his perspective, perspective. Right. So checking in. with So that means students. he
0: likes math, but he likes to do math. He don't want to do that, that play around introduction to math he wants to do problems yeah he yeah he does that's my and nephew.
3: so well he said what he told you the other day he was like i like reading what well, he said i like he's reading, like, I like reading better, better than math better than but he's and good math. If still yeah <laughs> <laughs> right whatever so but he's really good at math anyway so here's this quote flaws aren't real one of our biggest mistakes as a culture is accepting that we have flaws we in we indeed do not have flaws we have differences we have different paths of learning and growth Mm. Why do we continue to perpetuate the degradation of our culture by accepting this mindset? There's no such thing as flaws in a system where perfection does not exist. Mm. So for me, I think that we um, I you know, sometimes I'm like, do I I consider that as a flaw? No, I consider it as an opportunity for growth, as an opportunity for me to learn, um, learn from my mistakes
0: Go ahead. But just because it's something about you that isn't perfect, who said it had to change? Who right, said, exactly. Who said it was something that you need to grow into? Right,
2: mean, that's true.
0: I, there's something about me that's not like somebody else's. That doesn't mean there's an opportunity for that to be like that person. So it, it should never into, be like that. person. So, or to grow doing, into something no, else, no, no. it might it might just be an, an opportunity for me to accept that. Oh, this is the difference this about this is
1: my me. uniqueness. Right, this so is one part thing of my that I grew up. Oh, that's cute. Like yeah. I struggled with. Growing up in high school, because my lips were always full, yes. mm-hmm. and that's something they still, like- some, they still <laughs> are. But growing up, no one focused on that. Was like something was wrong with you if you had full lips. Mm-hmm. But then a season changed where people started getting confident to have full lips, and when it bothered me back then, now it's like people want lips like okay. this. So yeah, yeah. you know, I, now it's just like okay, I can't be stressed over because okay, I may not look like this or I may not have... I just have to accept this is me. There are things that I can work on, but there are some things that I can't change about me. But I just have to embrace this is Mm -hmm. who I am and I keep moving forward and I'm not trying to be like anyone else.
2: Yeah. Because
1: when we're trying to focus on being like someone else, someone is watching us and like, oh my God, you are so special. Yeah. Just the way that that you you are. are. You know, and so that's what... I have a student who comes by quite often... And I'll just be in my office and she said, she would out, she'll tell me, Miss Bellinger, you know you're beautiful. And I, I say, thank you. And I don't know, I don't know what, but for her, no matter, every time she passes by, she'll just stick her head in and Miss Bellinger, you're beautiful. Aww. And I just say, thank you, but I don't know what it is for her. That's something that she has to make sure she comes to to say that to mm. me. And so I think we just have to accept our own uniqueness and mm-hmm. whatever yeah, we are absolutely. out that, look. Absolutely. Yeah. that That this is who I am and I'm not trying to be like anyone else. I right.
2: think what's so interesting on that, on that note and with that quote is that we often, with kids, we often ha- make them think that they need to strive for some level of perfection knowing good and well that there is no such thing as perfection. But it's you you never know how warped that that skews the child's view of life like oh well my grades aren't this way so mm-hmm. if, if if I don't get the grades then my parents aren't going to be happy and then okay that goes that goes that or I don't look the way I'm supposed to look my parents because you because you, like you said you don't know one thing you don't know is what these child children are going through at home and what their parents and people in their oh. lives are feeding into them as, like, whether it's a good thing or feeding a bad it. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you feeding a good self-esteem or are you feeding, feeding a negative? Their insecurity. 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 And so I I often think about, like, you know, with, with Junior, with my stepson, it's like, what are we doing? He is, since, like, second grade, he's loved the presidents. Mm-hmm. His new thing is, he still loves the presidents, but his new thing is Michael Jackson. He will, like completely fascinated like to i don't i don't know i don't have all the answers to michael jackson's history <laughs> but it's like i i tell him and encourage him to seek out that information because a that is that is something that he likes would it be wrong it would be it would be wrong for me to be like Boy, stop Boy, stop fascinating over there. Stop that. looking at that. Stop why are you worried about Michael Jackson? Why are you looking at that? Why do you like the president so much? No. Like you have to you have to be positive. The curiosity. Feed the curiosity mm-hmm. because you don't know what that is going to turn into yes. later on in life. That is gonna feed mm-hmm. their fascination for research and mm-hmm. finding things out. And mm-hmm. so it's I, I really think there has to be balance. I know for me growing up, that was a whole other story. Like I feel like there there was good things and then there was bad things about like my sec- my secureness as a child middle school y'all remember middle school my friends hot mess you was I three of y'all
3: three or four It of y'all. was 4 and
2: I was just like I look back and there was some things that I look back now and I'm like there was some serious insecurity in some in of the group. in that group and it really shaped some of us were like okay this is not good and we tried to like okay peace out and some of us was like, they tried to still hone in with the people that were really insecure, and you see that that those relationships did not last mm-hmm.
0: okay. because of the insecurity there. But
2: those same individuals, because
3: I remember exactly who you're talking about, I
2: know. Are those, <laughs> we're just
3: not naming they, names, right? right. Are they, how do you feel about their attachment now? Like, how do you feel about them as individuals? Are they still insecure?
2: Have they grown past that, or? Um. Okay. I remember, it was four of us. Uh-huh. Three of us have like bomb we're like we're good we're we're excelling we're doing very well in life um and one like I know we kind of all got together the three of us got together and talked about it because we're like I tried to reach out to that person Mm -hmm. to the other person I tried to you know we're grown now or even as high school like after you get in college and stuff like that you try to reach back and like hey how you doing and there was a there was a brick wall like Mm -hmm. no answer no response and you're just like I don't know what I could change about that but it, it almost seems like well we we left left her mm. we left her and that wasn't the case like I went to a different Perception. high school yeah. I went to a different high school two of them went to the same high school and it was just you know because oh I have more friends I'm not solely your friend. I have
0: other friends. I grow. And then some of that came from how she was probably the being raised race. as yes, well. Yes, yes. I, I, um, I like to research and sometimes look at psychology today. And I know that's not mm-hmm. like a um, scholarly source. That's man. not a scholarly source, but it doesn't have to be scholarly today. Um, yeah. And it was looking at what is self-confidence. It says confidence derives from the Latin word fider, F-I-D-E-R-E, meaning to trust. Self-confidence essentially means to trust and have faith in oneself. Mm. It is our cer- it is our certainty as to our judgment, ability, and so on. In short, our certainty as to our aptitude to engage with the world. A self-confident person is able to act on opportunities, rise to new challenges, take control of difficult situations, and accept responsibility and criticism if things go wrong. So when you think about... Um, a child who hasn't been attuned, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everything you were saying at the beginning has everything to do with attunement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If a child can mask something from you, that means you have not attuned them. Yeah. Because even if you're putting on, as if something that everything is okay, we know each other well enough that even when it doesn't mean we don't wear our, because we're adults, we know how not yeah. to wear our stuff mm-hmm. on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. But even when you're not wearing it on your shoulders, I know. I know when everything ain't all together. Right. If a parent hasn't properly attuned a child you will not even recognize that your child is off standing right in your face. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing your child is standing in your face Expecting you to pick it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they they want want you to to notice Mm -hmm. that something is off with me today. So, a lot of times when students start, when students or children start acting out, they're trying to get you to attune to them. Mm -hmm. They want you to simply recognize that I'm not okay and I need you to help me fix it. I don't have language for it. I don't know how to say I'm not okay. So, I'm just going to act like i'm not okay right and because you'll have to pay attention to my bad behavior and then maybe that'll force you to fix what's going on yes. so when you Ooh. see your children acting out the first thing to do and i know we were, we were raised in in our culture just beat just just beat the beat the black off of them you know just just beat that <laughs> yeah. bad behavior out of them but you're gonna have to not, pause for a minute yeah that is not fix you're that. gonna have to pause and figure out why are they why are they acting out so go back. We we talked about this in one mm-hmm. of our subsequent, one of our um, previous episodes. I would advise you to go back and and, and and listen to that episode where we started talking about attunement and, and attachment styles and things of that nature. But if your child has not been properly attuned, you have not given them, when it says here that it means security or trust, if, if they can't even trust you to be attuned to them, you're not teaching them how to, tr- they can't trust themselves if the person that created them, they can't even trust you, mm. and so when they came to you with the situation, how you might have handled it when they were like five or six,
3: some of Determined. the things that yeah, tells yes. them. Right? Right. So they come
0: Ooh. to you. So let's say they get the language mm. that they can come to and say, "I'm I don't feel well. I I don't I'm I you know I don't feel well. I I feel hurt. My my feelings are hurt. If something, say a parent says something to a child and it hurt their feelings." And the child had the boldness to tell the parent, that hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. And your response to them was, I don't care or Yay. nag nag or as if their feelings don't matter what that teaches them in the long run is that my feelings aren't safe with them so mm-hmm. don't share it anymore yeah
3: mm-hmm. and so even if you were to say like you never apologize you never do yeah. you might give them a hug but if they don't feel it if they don't actually because yeah, there it doesn't are feel genuine right so yeah. somebody's like it's okay you know you know it's okay you all right you all right and they never like really, apologize really like, address it so when yeah. I heard you say that I hurt your feelings what did I say
0: they don't ever like do because some kids like you actually have to like address it and apologize. I think we forget that the same way we would go back and fix things with adults, we have to have fix to them fix with children. With your kids. Yes, yes. I have to do that in my classroom because sometimes they get on. on <laughs> yeah, they they will. Your cl- your students. If you're teaching your students in your classroom, will hold on to. T- if you do something wrong and you offend them and you don't come back and fix that offense, yeah. they will hold that offense and they might keep on going through the class. But they ain't gonna like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, and that could be something, and that's interesting because it could be something so small.
3: Like, um, you tell a student to move to the back, but you don't explain to them why. Because, you know, sometimes as a parent, you're like, I don't have to explain anything to you. Yes. My kids are like, but I can't even, I told you to go do X, Y, and Z. Now, you might have told Johnny to go sit in the back because Samantha crippled, but she might not, you know, you might not know. You might Johnny don't know why, you, why you told yeah. me to move to the back of the classroom. But I would urge you even with your own kids, to talk to them, you can't say that you don't have to say. In the
0: moment, you might Children not have to. people, too. They like, have feelings and emotions. You right. owe that to them, in too. In the
3: moment, you might not be able to tell them. Because, you know, like you tell a kid not to run out in the middle of the road. They need to be able to listen to what you're saying immediately. Right, right. But you also need to be able to take a step back like, listen. There are things that you don't understand because that kid who had to move to the back of the classroom who might like have liked sitting in the front of the classroom now is upset with you because right. they don't understand why they had to move. Right.
2: This can't be the I said what I said it's culture. Social, it right. can't be that. Like we can't we can't continue to perpetuate that because I'm the adult and, and you're, you're the, the child kid. and you're supposed to listen to me because that does not solve anything no, no. in the long run of creating healthy, happy adults mm-hmm. and having healthy, happy kids. In relationships not, for their with, future. For their future. You, yeah. you got to think about the fact that these the self-esteem of the child determines the self-esteem of that, that child Better turning know. into a, an adult. It really determines that. And so if you, you're sitting here and, and putting that child down and making them feel like they're nothing, in, in the smallest way, they can hold on to that and they will carry that with them for the rest of their life.
3: So I have this quote. It's a little bit long, but you, some of you guys might have already heard it. If a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with fear, he learns to be apprehensive. Mm. If a child lives with pity, he learns to feel sorry for himself. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy. If a child lives with jealousy, he learns what envy is. If a child lives with shame, he learns to feel guilty. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns to be confident. If a child lives with tolerance, he learns to be patient. If a child lives with praise, he learns to be appreciative. If a child lives with acceptance, he learns to love. And it's, 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 oh, I might as well just finish it. Um, If a child lives with acceptance, he learns to love. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. If a child lives with recognition, he learns that it is a good, oh, I moved it over, sorry. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. If a child lives with recognition, he learns that it's good to have a... Hold on. It's good to have a goal. If a, child lives, if a child lives with sharing, he learns generosity. If a child lives with honesty and fairness, he learns what truth and justice are. If a child lives with security, he learns to have faith in himself and those around him. Mm. If a child lives with friend, friendliness... He learns that the world is a nice place to which if I am secure, um, your child will live with peace, a uh, peace of mind. Um, so please, 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 please. Like, I mean, I've heard this like lots of different times and I, people have reframed it. The quote it's actually by um, Dorothy Law Nolte. Maybe, maybe Nolte? we'll link that. Yeah. Dorothy Law Nolte. Nulty. Yeah. Maybe we'll um, link that in the show and notes. Because things that you do and do and that you don't say, kids are picking up on them. Yeah. So if you yeah. are um, affirming them, then they'll learn to, you know, to that acceptance. They they'll learn to trust, parents, learn to trust you, know, you and themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you said something, Elizabeth, sometimes parents, they can't necessarily give it to their kids because they haven't been given it. Right. Given mm-hmm. to, so you have to check on that prior to... It's never too late to learn, to start right. over, to fix yourself. Like, that's a weird... You know, I think so that's just
0: done. a part of being an adult and growing up. You, you yeah. have to... Kind of check in with yourself and have people around you that can not just check in on you, but check you. Mm -hmm. Like, check you. Like, okay, so some stuff is off here. And these are some of the things. And um, we're going to need to work on that. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're going to be a parent. Because you're not your own. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. literally have to, you are responsible for raising a confident, mature, a, a confident child into a confident adult mm-hmm. and if you have not been given the, if you're not confident yourself it's going to be difficult to give that to a child no matter how hard you try so you're going to have you it, w- it would be good for you to be in a good place personally so that you can be in and help your child to, to establish themselves in a good place as well and what you the quote that you just used spot on uh, one a girlfriend that we go out we brunch and we meet um like once a month we have been we need to meet again soon one thing she said to me was um, she grew up with her grandmother and um, in the house with her grandmother, her grandmother was very passive. The, the Whatever the grandfather did and said, she just ran with it and she literally sat back and she talked really quiet. Mm-hmm. She talked really reserved. She didn't assert herself. And because the granddaughter was growing up in the home with them, as an adult, the granddaughter is very reserved. She sits back. She's passive. It is a learned behavior. She saw being passive as what a woman was. Mm. And that's the woman she became. And now what she's doing is learning that that's not even who she is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now she's asserting herself in ways that she has never done before.
2: And does it feel, does it feel for her like unfamiliar and so like scary almost i'm me. sure i'll
0: ask her the next time i, I see her that's,
2: but that would be mm-hmm. something interesting just to see because
0: I, y'all here baby arden oh, it's okay she's here
2: she was she, yes. was she was still kind of sleepy in the she's beginning making herself known, but now she's making herself known. <laughs> um so i would i would be interested to know because i know for me finding myself in a, a new space feeling like as a new mom it unearths things that you probably mm-hmm. didn't even realize like yo i Somebody says, I don't like, I can't roll with, right. I can't roll with these things. So either they are going to change or we don't have to change this whole situation and trying to like decide how much work to put in for yourself. Like these things I don't like mm-hmm. and I know for myself, I don't like them. How am I going to change them in my environment? So right. I, would, I would be interested to, to know, like, is mm-hmm. that, does that feel like,
0: it was like like a like new territory i'm pretty sure because she's she's married and has children and and raising confident children means she has to come from a confident place and recognizing that as an adult the 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 vantage point through which i've lived my life was one that was inherited not necessarily one that i was birthed into by christ right Mm -hmm. that's not the one that he birthed me into that's just the one that i've been living out of Mm right um oh like so
2: i would have so many
0: questions for her because
2: like now like because she's married because she has kids like her like coming from this new place of like asserting herself, mm-hmm. and how does that change those relationships
0: and that dynamic? I would what that makes me what that reminds me of is this other podcast I listened to about The Love Hour with Kevin Stage and Melissa. I, I love Stitch. them. <laughs> you know, I love them. You know, podcast yeah. is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You you married. married people, you need yeah. listen to. As single people, listen to it because there are some things in my singlehood that I've learned from this podcast that that when I get married, it will help me have a, a much more comfortable. Um, in confident marriage, because there, I can admit that some of my um, what's the word? Some of my pushback when it came to marriage was that I, I wasn't confident that I could, of what I've seen in marriages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would rather not be than to than to have a raggedy one. I'm just not down for that Listen. because I recognize how much damage a, a bad relationship can do to even the most confident person. So I didn't want to even breach the conversation. Um, but now that I'm open to relationships, um, I have to kind of shift my mindset on that. But what I, I mentioned them because mm-hmm. for 15 or 20-something years in their marriage, she didn't assert herself. Right. She. They talk and about this openly. And now they're working together. Openly, mm-hmm. yeah. And whatever he did, she just kind of went with it. And mm-hmm. that's what he got accustomed to. And then somewhere along the line, she shifted and started saying... No, this is what, and he had to shift, like, whoa, this is not the woman I married. Right, but because, that's not the woman she was ever supposed to be. Right, right. And so he had to, he had to, uh, he had to accept the changes that were happening in her, right. and he had to realize that that meant some things in him had to change mm-hmm. because while she was letting him kind of make all the moves, he was allowing it. He was more comfortable with, with her that. being more, yeah, more yeah, yeah. kind of passive, passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that was a comfortable place for him, but he should have never been comfortable with somebody being passive because that doesn't make you. But in a relationship, right. I know what that feels
3: like. Yeah. because you can say like oh no I'm fine like okay there are certain things for me that I just don't care I don't care if we go eat because I'm gonna find someone to meet. I don't care what we do but there are absolutely some things that I are necessary. care that, that yeah. I care about yeah. and mm-hmm. if you over time continue to um put those things on the back burner, one day you just be like, but no, you know, you right. just like, but I don't like I it no can't more. take this in And then it seems like you're yeah. changing you, up. Uh, exactly. But it's just
0: that it, you, you, it was, it was an irritant all along. You just mm-hmm. ignore it for the, of the relationship. Yeah. Right. And so Woo! that, that you have to have <laughs> enough confidence in yourself when it goes back to that, when it says mm. your ability to make decisions, mm-hmm. That is, a, that is an element of self-confidence. So if you don't build your, the confidence of your child up, oh, they won't make quality decisions because they will not trust themselves to make the right decision. Even if they have the right answer, they, I see this in my class all day long. I'll ask a question and they'll be silent. Now, I know you know the answer. Mm -hmm. Not because I've taught it, but because I know your abilities. Mm -hmm. I know Julie had the answer. Mm -hmm. And Julie is sitting beside someone else who doesn't know the answer, who's struggling just a little bit, which is why I left you there. Who's sitting beside another person who kind of knows it. Who's sitting beside the other person who's the brightest in the class. I have you there on purpose. But I ask a question and nobody will answer. You know why? They lack confidence. Mm-hmm. One of the first things I said to my class is, I don't just want you to be able to do these math operations. I'm trying to produce confident and competent students. Because yes. you can be competent mm-hmm. all day long. But if and you know have the no material, confidence But if then- you don't have the confidence, you'll never act on what you are competent about. Mm-hmm. You'll never act on it. Yep. So we the the, the the criticism in the home, I see it a lot of times when parents call me. for They want to bring their child in for tutoring and God forbid they have multiple children because I already know it's coming because their older brother they just read they don't they just do it without me having to ask them and they just you know they just do it on their own and I don't have to push them and that comparison that comparison oh and I quickly and I and listen one thing about me if you call for my services you're not just getting a tutor I I correct parents quickly I say well we're not going to be able to compare them to each other Because they're two different individuals Mm -hmm. And what one son does is That's just how he's built up First of all that son is in 8th grade This son is in 5th grade Okay. Mm-hmm. That he's not mature yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? And I said, and he's a boy. Mm-hmm. So and, it's going to take, it might take a little bit of time. And as parents, you might've baby that baby and now you want exactly. him to, to grow, to grow up, up. Yep, yep. but you, but you, but you kept it on the tit so long. Right. Yep. <laughs> the, the proverbial tit, you yep. titted him to death and now you want him to be grown all of a sudden. Yep. So that, that goes back to building that self, that confidence. You can't you have to actually nurture that in them. So, yeah, that... It was a quote here that I saw. Um, a study at University of Texas Counseling and Medical Health Center where asked where does self-esteem come from. And it says, our self-esteem evolves. Listen to that mm-hmm. now. Mm. Now, that's... You know, it doesn't have to... Just because you lack self-confidence as a child doesn't mean you can't get it as mm-hmm. an adult. Right, right, right. Or just ah, because ah. you, you know, had it as a child doesn't mean you can't lose it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ooh. Because our self-esteem evolves throughout our lives as we develop an image of ourselves through our experiences with different people and activities. Experiences during childhood play a particularly large role in the shaping of self-esteem. We talked about that, Mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. that that family of origin kind of dictates a lot of things. Yeah. How you start that thing at the beginning, those first couple of uh, of developmental years matter. Um, But it is important for us to know that self-esteem evolves Mm -hmm. um, through all of the... um, different activities and different experiences. Mm -hmm. So when you have particularly negative experiences, traumatic things that happen, that shapes how you see you because you assign responsibility to yourself, those kinds of things. So Mm -hmm. self-esteem is a big one. And it's one, what can we do though? Oh, so for me, um,
3: I was going to say something, one more thing about self-esteem and identity. I think if people were to shift or understand or teach, like even your kids, like for me, like... Teaching my boys that their identity rests in Christ, like that's where right. you know, that they are from royal priesthood, that you guys belong to Christ, and how your actions should dictate what Christ is saying that you should be doing, mm-hmm. and so um, that you aren't, you don't live with fear because fear doesn't come from Christ. Right. You don't live in these things, and so it seems like it's been easier. Like I know I could say that we probably did a number as beginning parents on Shia, like because we were. Both Shari and I are a little... I'm not uh, as much of a perfectionist, but we did expect prefer- for perfection. Mm-hmm. And when he was three, the teacher was like, you guys are putting a lot of pressure on him. Like, he's naturally come a leader. Down. Like, yeah. come all the way down. And I was like... "Have yeah, yeah, y'all
0: shifted that because... What we ha-
3: but we saw the negative impact of what it was like.
0: So... If, he was anxious about it all, not, like all very anxious, yeah. he didn't
3: want to get like bad grades, like he didn't want any of that and then for a minute it shifted all the way to the left where he was just like oh so it's just a D, nah no, boom, okay like
1: we need
3: to, need take we need this balance, to the, we need the balance. balance shit. <laughs> but we did realize because we were unintentionally criticizing, we were unintentionally like, we studied like what did you do, why, why did you get this grade like mm. all of those things, we were all the way on 10, this like he only nine so I don't understand um so we have shifted so for me the first thing to do is to identify as a parent like um I'm talking about the parents first identify within yourself some things that you know that you want to do differently as a parent for your kids and then take small steps to actually do those things yeah spending more time with your kids so they can build trust and build relationships you ain't gotta go to main
0: event you ain't gotta go to no big place doesn't take money to spend time just
3: do a board game my kids can they stop trying to play Monopoly like but like that's building you know their confidence is making them take
0: risks spend a little bit more like it's teaching
3: them it's teaching them how to lose it's teaching them and it's showing you
0: and it's giving you an opportunity to really learn your children exactly because you'll pick up on whether or not they have confidence or not and how they handle stuff Mm -hmm. like that how they handle competition are they willing to put themselves out there? Are they willing to, to bet it all and yes. lose, or are they afraid, so afraid to lose that they don't even try? And what do they do to other people when mm-hmm. they're in a game? Yeah. Do they encourage
3: them like, no, you should, you should try to buy, you should
0: buy or the Are house. they trash talking? Exactly. Yeah. So
3: all of those things you learn all of that by simply spending no money in your house, learning with your
0: kids, um, playing, playing with Monopoly kids for five hours. Was,
3: yeah. Just don't do it, uh-huh. Jesus. Um. So spending time with your kids is big. Um. Learning who you are, parents. Um, first is so, so critical mm-hmm. knowing who you are, knowing how you parent and be willing to, to adjust what you're doing, you know, if it's not necessarily working because what I do for Amari does not necessarily work for what I do for Shaya. Mm-hmm.
0: And a pin in this, we did an episode on parenting styles. I would we suggest did. going back to that. Yeah, And maybe we'll, we'll plug that in the show notes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, go back and learn your parenting style because you may be parenting wrong.
3: Mm-hmm. And I'm just
0: going to say that. You may be doing it Thanks. wrong. Thank you may something. be doing your children a disservice. You may be building some negative children because you're negative. You may be building some, some children with low self-esteem because you have it. And I'm not saying that to come at you. I'm saying if you see the deficits in you, fix go check work yourself. on those. Work on those. Mm-hmm. Do a heart check. Be serious about that. If you really want your children to be healthier than you, get healthy and then do it differently.
1: But you also, I think, if there are family members around or mm-hmm. people around that may see some things that are being poured into children that may m- make them have low self-esteem, that you provide guidance to that parent or mm-hmm. suggestions to that parent and not just allow it to continue. So mm-hmm. if you see them pouring negative, you know.
0: The parent has to be open to that, though, because I know situations that I've, I've personally seen, and I, and I know the parent isn't open to to criticism or open to, suggestions don't change so you might not be able to say anything you might not parent. be able to you but you have, have to try inter- try but you have to sometimes intercept it by by, by counteracting that with Negative. the child okay. right yeah. so that's that's another true. option it might not be able it might not be something you can address with the parent you, you got to kind of
1: step lightly when it comes there. to that because yeah. you're
0: dealing with another adult with their own yeah. issues and their own pride and all that kind of stuff but you can absolutely intercept you know that with the child
3: because we want to, at the end of the day, raise confident. What did you say? You raised, confident like, and competent um, adults, because they're going to go off and have their own families one day. And we don't want no jerkwad, you know, that we got to work with. We don't want no rude kids. We don't want somebody who you sitting at the light for two seconds and they honk you. Like we don't and want like impatient, hon-
2: Like what is that? All of those kids. Goodness.
3: And because it's a reality, parents. There is a large portion of kids who go off to schools and unfortunately kill themselves because they can't handle the pressure, mm. because they want to be number one. They got to get straight A's and then they get to the college they, and they got to be, and they're and just they're like, what? It. And so there are all of these mm, things, or so kids sad. who never tried. They're not even willing to want to go to tech school because you saying they don't, that's not something that I want to do for them. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that to say mm. is to be open. Learn, grow, and challenge yourselves. So, uh, make sure that you are checking in with your people. Make sure you're checking in with your kids. They are tomorrow's future. You guys, like, you know, I'm not saying that you're old and you're grown, but please make sure that you are checking in with them.
0: It's um, one of my favorite quotes yes, by Frederick it Douglass. Um, it's easier to build strong, strong children, children than, to than to repair broken men. Yeah.
3: Mm. Amen.
2: That's good. And right there. Facts. facts on facts
3: on facts. All right, y'all. Well. This was good. All right. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, be blessed. Take care. And we'll talk to y'all next week. See right. you.
2: Bye. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of The Sisters Collective. Tune in next week for another family meeting. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at The Sisters Collective on all social media platforms.